This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. I don't even know what happened. No, no. I do know what happened. I know exactly what happened, guys. And you all know it, too. Clearly, Dr. Fauci is in on this shit. Not the wrong monitor. <laughs> Oh, shit. Uh, it's this one. There we go. Clearly, Dr. Fauci is so influential and has so much pull that he used his money to make sure that me here on the Troll Patrol couldn't go through his emails and expose his lies. Clearly. Dr. Fauci cut me off as I was trying to talk about his emails. I am now more convinced than ever that Dr. Fauci lied. Dr. Fauci covered up this Chinese conspiracy. What do the Chinese do to people like me? They silence me. So I'm convinced that that's what just happened to me five or ten minutes ago, why my stream just stopped abruptly, because we were getting to the truth of what was in Dr. Fauci's emails. (laughs) You know, I'm just, I'm fucking around, right? It was some kind of power surge. So, um... Yeah, I'm not seeing any emails from what I'd read beforehand, from what we read before I got cut off by the nefarious cabal that wants to protect Dr. Fauci. I just don't see anything incriminating in any of the emails. If I'm wrong, please prove me wrong. Shoot me a whisper, shoot me a message. Hit me up with an email. Let me know which emails which emails of Fauci's exactly prove that he was lying and what he was lying about it. Well, shit. Hold on, I need to... I have a device that does not work properly. It works, actually. Um, I just have to go and remove it. It still works, but I have to remove it, or otherwise you would hear the... Clearly, I was trying to get back on the stream as quick as I could. After also not knowing what the fuck actually happened. I don't know when I quit broadcasting. All of my screens went black. That's that's what happened to me. I don't know what you guys saw. I don't know if you guys heard me go, What the fuck? What the fuck? Multiple times. After all the technical issues I've had over the last week, I, I almost said, Fuck it, I'm going to go play video games. But I was excited to bring you guys the news tonight. And fucking shit, there was, there was like seven or eight people in here. We were, we were starting to get a little group together. And uh, Fauci put an end to that. All right, this was Chuck Schumer a couple days ago. Uh, he was given some kind of a press conference. He was asked about unemployment benefits. There are four or five reasons people aren't coming back. Some of them, some is because of unemployment. Some is because a lot of people, restaurant work is grueling work and doesn't pay much. And when they had to stay home, they said, I'm going to take up nursing. I'm going to take up start a small business so a lot of people don't want to go back 
Then there's a third group who are still scared to... Oh, so many people have turned their side hustles into their actual jobs. Or at least a significant chunk of their incomes from candle making to people on OnlyFans. They may supplement it by driving Uber or doing Instacart. But shit, who wants to go work? If, if a job is not paying at least thirteen fifty an hour, it is wanting you... To work for them, to pay them to work there. Seriously, thirteen fifty an hour is the uh, livable wage in every single state in this country. Go back in COVID. I don't think they should be scared because so many people have gotten the injections, but there are. And then, um, so that's third. Fourth, you used to have childcare issues. You still don't have the, all the kids going to school, so that means a parent can't go to work. And the fifth is, frankly, immigrants in a lot of places. Uh, immigrants work in these restaurants, and they've been greatly cut back on. So there's a whole bunch of reasons. Well, None of which probably that for unemployment benefits. Federal Reserve, that was fifth after all these others. And then it benefits a lot of people. As it well. is a right-wingers or morons flag. You can get the T-shirt from the Freak Store. This money we are pumping into the economy in different ways is helping. You know, that's one of the reasons we helped the county. It's, it's not a Gadsden flag. No, it is my own original design. 2008 recession. The number one reason the economy took five years to get back, we didn't help out the state and local governments, and there were millions of people who were unemployed. We want to get people working. Old Chuggy Boy makes a good point for once. And we want to get the economy growing the way it used to go. Growing the way it used to grow when Rocky DeVeronica was a kid. <laughs> what? I did not get that reference. There you go. Well, it's a, it's a take on that flag, yes. In 2008, there were a lot of layers. That was before Becker was... The born. moron snake, as it is affectionately referred to. Do I... Hold on here a second. We're going to hear from Representative Dan Crenshaw, of course, one of my favorite people. Electrical engineers who will soon help... This, this was... Uh, Vice President Kamala Harris from her, I believe she was addressing the Naval Academy for their graduation. Apparently, Dan Crenshaw is going to mock woke Kamala Harris. Solar and wind energy into power. Convert solar and wind energy into combat power. Well, okay, we're going to convert solar and wind energy into combat power. The United States Navy is powered by nuclear energy. Our aircraft carriers, our submarines, they have nuclear reactors on board. Zero carbon emissions, by the way. Imagine if we had just a little rock and we put it in some kind of reactor, made it heat up a lot, and then it provided carbon-free energy for like 25 years. That is not how nuclear energy works. Any Marine today. Okay, I lost Marine. Would she rather carry 20 pounds of batteries or rolled up solar panel? And I am positive she will tell you a solar panel. You're positive? And so would he. Oh, so would he. <laughs> oh. Now, I'd just like to point out that I would give anything, anything in the world to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Always, always need to make that perfectly clear. Okay. We don't carry 20 pounds of batteries in the field anymore. That's like... 
decades old technology. Here's the second thing. The reason we carry batteries is because we need to power our gear at all times, including by the way, at night. We're not gonna have some like yoga mat of solar. Oh, it's another one of those dumb fucks that think solar power is, you know, only at, at, the, at the time, it's not stored in a fucking battery. God damn it. Solar panels added to our already heavy pack just to make you feel good about green energy. <laughs> Who wrote this for you? you? Ready to go for the big mish? Yeah, I think I'm good to go. Batteries, ammo, ready to rock. So this is the right wing answer to AOC's to that social media trolling. Don't mind. Yeah, how about I don't? Well, you know, I mean, clean energy, right? It's a, <laughs> it's a new age in warfare, you know, combat. This motherfucker thinks he's a comedian. Remember a few months ago, we uh, played the video where he was like in an action movie and he was going to take on the radical left. Yeah, no, I'm good. This is pathetic. It's cringe it's as fuck. After all, so. And look, you want to put solar panels on top of a truck or something? Fine. But this is the military. We're going to use gas. Is it the military? Because that's what's actually reliable. We're going to use gas because that's what we've been fighting for for the last fucking century. Take other people's gas and oil. Yeah. Military. The vice president was in Guatemala earlier today. She gave a press conference with the president of Guatemala. Being with us, Madam Vice President. El mensaje de la excelentísima señora Kamala Harris, vicepresidenta de los Estados Unidos de América. I mean, I can't hold that against them because that is the point of the military that they are supposed to break you down and build you back up to brainwash you. I can't hold that against him, but he needs to. No right winger has a lick of fucking self awareness. Not a one of them. Now, th- that is also a problem on the Democratic side as well, but like, it's every single fucking Republican lacks any shred of self awareness. And thank you for warmly welcoming me and our delegation to Guatemala. Uh, we had a robust, a candid, and a thorough conversation. I doubt we'll make it through this. Said our priorities for We've got way more interesting shit to watch. The president and I discussed a fundamental belief that most people... I'm not high enough for this either. They don't want to leave the place where they grew up, where the language they know is spoken, where their culture that they know is present and has been, in this case, for centuries. Most people don't want to leave. Now, at some point in time during this, I believe she gets asked about why she hasn't been when to the do, southern border. It's usually for one of two reasons. Because they are fleeing some type of harm or because to stay means that they cannot provide for their essential needs and the needs of their family. The president and I share a firm belief. That's right. I have legitimate gripes with people on the left or the Democratic Party, whatever. I like people to be specific about who they are criticizing. extensively about this through the many conversations. But at least they're not fucking stupid. Power of hope. And fascist like the Republicans. Our government has to give people a sense that help is on the way. To let them know that they are seen, that they are heard, that we see their capacity. We see. But you. we also understand their challenges and their need for support and the resources that any human being needs to be able to survive, much less thrive. So that was fundamentally 
spirit it's weird people always like pop in like hey is that a gasden flag behind you and they're not like oh is that a macho man shirt you have on Ooh, yeah behind the conversation that we had and as i mentioned mr president i believe but for the record it is indeed a macho man shirt and interdependent and certainly the most recent issues that have plagued our globe, including the pandemic, have made that point clear. Corporations are being fascist here in this country. Corporations have bought democratic politicians. I don't know who in the left is acting fascist per se. I'm open I'm open to evidence. But I mean, it's I have this conversation a lot as people like try to act like Disney is posturing as some woke company, but when we're talking about uh, when we're talking about copyright, intellectual property, when we're talking about tax law, fucking Disney is anything but woke. There's this veneer of progressivism because that's what the majority of the country is. And in a capitalist society, you have to posture as progressive in order to be able to hawk your fucking wares. That's really like uh, plenty of people on Twitter have pointed out the fucking Gay Pride Month is a fantastic example of just that how like bmw changed all their logos to rainbows except in you know saudi arabia saudi arabia i don't know what left or woke nozbowls or awake i don't know what that means <laughs> I, I i literally don't you would have to you would have to elaborate give me precise and precising definitions and 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 tell me who you were referring to i just like I I see here in our incredibly hyper-capitalist society, I see corporatism, and corporatism is the fascism. You're a Nazi communist. Interesting. Would you like to have a discussion with me? Because I'm I've got questions now, Mr. Nazi Communist. We can hop in the Discord. I've got the the phone lines are open. 917-830-4359. What is a Nazi communist? By Nazi, I assume you mean ethno-nationalist. That's the way I use the word Nazi. Ethno-nationalist. By communist, I assume you mean a government-regimented economy. That does not sound appealing to me at all. (laughs) Ethno-nationalistic government-regimented... That sounds like the worst of the left and the right combined. I want I want the best ideas, the freedom ideas from the two sides. <laughs> Libertarians always want the fucking shitty right wing economics. And I don't I don't get that. Or I guess in your case you want the shitty culture war bullshit. Then why, then, 
then I need to know your definition of Nazi. Wait, let's let's look up the actual definition of Nazi, shall we? The colloquial version, not the, you know. Of or concerning Nazis or Nazism, that's not a very good definition. With the like ambiguous. Doesn't help. Because I just don't I don't know what Nazi means then if it doesn't mean ethno nationalist. That seems to be the common thread among the Nazis. Oh, I'm at Nazbol. Like, am I am I confusing some shit? I'm not exactly the most familiar with that point in history in Russian, the Russian Revolution. <clears throat> so that might have to be something I educate myself on before I speak on, sir. Well, not to me. Like, I actually understand philosophy, so... I I know the definitions of communism, fascism, and liberalism. And I get what you're saying in the U.S., the American right-wing party uses communism, fascism interchangeably. Uh, oftentimes, when they say communism or socialism, what they're actually saying is authoritarianism. They are pointing to authoritarian societies and saying they dislike that. They're not actually talking about the economic system of the communism or socialism. Most people find socialistic policies appealing overall. All right, let's talk about Israel. Oh, fuck. I meant to pull up a story about the coalition government that may be taking over. It looks like Netanyahu will indeed be ousted from power, ending his reign of terror. Lasted over a decade. Ilan Omar. Pressing Secretary of State Blinken. Last time you were here, I asked about the Trump sanctions on the ICC staff. So I wanted to um, thank you uh, publicly for doing the right thing and um, lifting them. Uh, I know you oppose the court's investigation in both um, Palestine and in Afghanistan. I haven't seen any evidence in either cases that domestic courts can uh, both... Can I will look into it. ...alleged war and Western crimes hegemony. against humanity. And I would emphasize that in Israel and Palestine, uh, this includes crimes committed by both the Israeli security forces and Hamas. I mean, yeah, I, I tend to have an aversion to calling anything within a fascist society, you know, good to be able to adopt. However, there, I mean, you have to have some sort of monopoly on power and wield that power in a way in order to have a government. So I'm interested. 
Afghanistan, it includes crimes committed by the Af Afghan national government and the Taliban. So in both of these cases, if domestic courts can't or won't pursue justice, and we oppose the ICC, where do we think the victims of these supposed uh, crimes can go for justice? And what justice mechanism for? Clearly having... I, I'm sorry, Congressman, I, I lost you for one second there at the end of your, your question. Could you... Secretary Blinken sounds good. Yeah, I said in, in both of these cases, if domestic courts can't or won't sue justice and we oppose the ICC, where do we think victims are supposed to go for justice? It's a very good question. And what justice mechanisms do you support for them? Thank, thank you. Um, first, let me just say at the outset. It's impossible for a Palestinian to be able to take their grievance to the Israeli government. Clearly, they're not going to win. The Israeli government is biased. There is no representation of the Palestinians within the Israeli government. Now, people will point to the fact that there are Arabs elected inside the Israeli government. Those are Arab Christians elected inside the Israeli government. That um, it is impossible not to be profoundly moved by uh, not just the uh, uh, loss of life, in the recent uh, violence and, and, and conflict, uh, but especially Which overwhelmingly came from the Palestinian the side. And we, we, the we violence know, overwhelmingly you know, coming from the Israeli side. Numbers out there, but uh, we are talking about um, boys and girls, Israelis and Palestinians, uh, as well as men and women. And uh, I think uh, none of us, from whatever from whatever perspective we we come. Uh, can can lose sight of that. So that's one thing that's that's very important. Look, I, you, you know our views on um, uh, on the ICC and its its jurisdiction. We continue to believe that absent uh, a Security Council uh, referral or absent uh, the uh, request by the uh, the state itself, uh, that that's not appropriate. I continue uh, to believe that whether it is uh, the United States or Israel, uh, both of us. Uh, have the uh, have the means, Mr. Secretary. And, I, I do understand that point. I'm asking what mechanisms do you think is, is available to them? I, I believe that we have, uh, whether it's the United States or Israel, we both have uh, the mechanisms to um, make, make sure that there is. A well, there ain't no Messiah going to return. In, uh, That's not a thing. In, in any and situation, you, that has no bearing on um, uh, public policy uh, and uh, human rights. Uh, Etc. I believe that both of our democracies have that uh, have that capacity, and we've demonstrated. Whoa, 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 whoa. They are not a democracy, and uh, we'll need to continue to demonstrate it going forward. They are an apartheid state. And in the case of Afghanistan, uh, with regard to Afghanistan, if it's our uh, objection as you know, was, was to the assertion of jurisdiction uh, over the United States in the absence of a Security Council uh, uh, referral. Uh, and uh, I believe that uh, we have uh, the uh, the means, if there are any uh, uh, cases to, uh, to be brought, to, um, to adjudicate them and to, uh, to find justice. For, from where? Who adjudicates this justice? That was the question. 
appreciate that. Um, and so he danced around it. Issues. Um, there are now nine detainees at Guantanamo who have been cleared for release. The State Department has a crucial role in um, to play. Uh, it finally, closing the prison, which represents such I, a- these these virtual hearings for policy matters do not lend themselves well to. They're not conducive to being able to get your message across or being able to like actually cross-examine Secretary Blinken. Follow-up questions from him. I'm sorry, my tech issues just like throw me off my game. Anyway, somebody who's been thrown off his game, Matt Gates. Now being investigation, uh, now under investigation for obstruction, asked about it by a reporter. Have you talked to your ex-girlfriend about the investigation going on in Florida? Yeah, I would love to be able to share all the people in my life that I talk to and don't talk to, but unfortunately, the people in your profession have doxxed, harassed, threatened people that have been in my life, and so I don't get into who I talk to and don't talk to because I don't want to put people in jeopardy. Now, as I am consistent on this show. That's a nice tie. My hatred for this scumbag of a man has nothing to do with the fact that. But I also wonder how in the fuck is Matt Gates still in Congress? Have you or your lawyers heard from investigators in Florida? <laughs> well, I think that there's a lot going on in Florida. And my focus is on what's going on here in Washington. Are you concerned you'll be indicted? No. There you, go. you should be. You absolutely should be. Actually, this video is my next video on the list. Mr. Scothin. I always take the opportunity to play a video of Katie Porter doing what she does best. This is an executive from Fisher Price. Apparently, they had a misleading marketing campaign about one of their products that was dangerous to children. Um, You served in a series of executive roles at Fisher Price, which is part of Mattel from 2000 to 2012. And those roles included developing and introducing the rock and play to American consumers in 2009. The rock and play. Fisher Price marketed the rock and play as a safe, easy way for exhausted parents on a budget to get their babies to sleep at night. Is that correct? Sounds like a 1990s uh, WWF tag team. 2000 to 2012, I was not involved in the rock and play development from 2009. Okay, but that is how Fisher Price marketed the product. And let me tell you, as an exhausted parent on a budget who wants their kids to go to sleep, babies to go to sleep, I can understand why American consumers responded to that marketing and purchased rock and play. Now, it's been well established at this point Makes sense. that inclined sleep can be harmful, even deadly, to infants. And today, Mr. Scothin, Fisher-Price and Mattel are no... Oh, see, I don't have kids. I don't think about kid issues. But just as soon as she said that, I thought about it. It's like, it's the same thing with drunks, right? Like, they'll fucking choke on their vomit and shit. Makes perfect sense. No longer selling any inclined sleeper products. Is that correct? That is correct. And you've recalled all in-kind sleeper, incline sleepers, and you've notified parents that they're dangerous. Is that correct? The Rock and Play was our incline sleeper product that was recalled in 2019, and we have done all the outreach to continue to try to bring the product back. Yes. Do you? You mentioned 
I asked about all incline sleepers and you responded about the rock and play. Do you have other incline sleepers on the marketplace today? No, once again, to clarify, there is an incline sleeper, which is something that is considered for long-term or overnight sleep. And then there are other products that are intended where a baby may fall asleep, but we suggest that are then moved to a hard flat surface. So the so rock babies, babies like exhausted moms can fall asleep anywhere because they need sleep. Um, but Mr. Scothin, you're a marketing expert. So I want to ask you a marketing I've seen it. I've seen it. If you wanted to sell someone a product related to sleep, would you mention things like counting sheep, catching some Z's, having sweet dreams? Because sleeping and dreaming are pretty closely tied together in folks' minds. You can't dream while you're awake. Sounds like the proper marketing jargon. Okay, so I want to ask you about a Fisher-Price product that I found on Target's website. It is called the Fisher-Price Sweet Snugga Puppy. The Sweet Snugga Puppy Dreams Deluxe Bouncer. Would a baby sleeping in this, who fell asleep in this Dreams... The Dreams Deluxe. Be in an incline... Uh, if a baby fell asleep, yes. Um, yes, they would be at an incline. Okay. And they would be asleep in this incline situation. And it's you. It's marketed as Dreams Deluxe Bouncer, but nowhere in your sales information on your website, on Target's website or Amazon's website, does it say that a child should not be allowed to sleep in it. In fact, in response to a question and A on the Mattel's website, it just says it shouldn't be used for prolonged periods of sleep. What does prolonged mean? Well, the way the, the fact is we know that babies with the amount of hours that they sleep in a year will occasionally fall asleep wherever they might be. And that's why we recommend in the warning statement. I think he's calling babies lazy asses. Move them um, and don't use it for prolonged sleep. And it's why we've well, also... We're spent- my time. Mr. Yeah. S- How long can my child safely sleep at an incline? Again, if you're, I don't. Hey, Fisher Price does not give a shit as long as they they get your money. If you are with your have, child, we're claiming my time. How long can they have sweet snugga puppy dreams? Why are you marketing this as a product that will give people dreams? Sweet snugga puppy. Again, we we, we reference that as as a product where a baby will sit and play and soothe and and. Um, I understand your point, but... Well, John, you know how to make an entrance, don't you, sir? Welcome! As a product where babies will dream, a.k.a. sleep. And yet it is not safe for a baby to sleep in this position. So I have two questions for you. Will you commit to parents and consumers right now to change the name of this product to avoid and remove any mention of dreams or sleep from the name. The don't go to sleep deluxe. We removed any reference to sleep on all those products. I will commit to going back through all of our current offering, evaluating everything and to ensure that we are as clear because again, our commitment is to safety and I will commit to going back through every item to make sure that we're sending the right message. Okay. Uh, I think your commitment is to your shareholders, but bouncer or similar products like this clear information for their parents that their children should never be allowed to sleep in these products because right now the only way you can find that 
is visiting the Fisher Price Q&A. Will you put it on the product and in the description of the product that it is not? Seems pretty important. I, I, we will, we do put that there. We have also committed to the Safe Start campaign. You're not, sir. We're on 15 platforms. To help parents understand. Mr. Scothan, it does yeah. not say on the Target webpage not to allow your baby to sleep in this product. And it's called the Dreams Bouncer. Look at it. Look how cute the Snugga Puppy is. I feel like taking a nap right now. There's Snugga Puppy. Mr. Scothan, please don't market things as about dreams or sleep or counting sheep or catching some Z's if the product isn't safe. John, my friend, I love to argue, please. I The Discord is wide open. The phone lines are open. 917-830-4359. I would love to talk to you, my friend. Whatever subject is on your mind, I'm down for it. Usually, though, I do a rundown of the day's news until somebody calls in. It's kind of, this is kind of just troll bait. I believe my label on Twitch says, uh, all you conservative free speech types. No, no, no. All you conservative anti-cancel culture types, come in and exercise your free speech. I dare you. Not in what stupid voice? <laughs> are you are you my stupid voice? Are you are you calling my voice stupid? Sometimes, yes. Trump said something yesterday that made me like. <laughs> I'm sorry, it wasn't yesterday. I listened to it yesterday. It was. Trump's speech from Saturday. You gonna speak with us? Give us a call, my friend. Senator Marsha Blackburn. I think this was earlier today on the Senate floor claimed that Democrats don't live in reality. I believe she's speaking about the infrastructure proposal. The White House had good reason to wait until the Friday before Memorial Day to release their budget proposal. They couldn't afford a full week's news cycle any more than the American people can afford to fulfill the wish list items President Biden is asking them to pay for. It is a very long list. And I think it's safe to say my Democratic colleagues are trying to make the most of the next year. In Easter words of investment in infrastructure, bridges, broadband, shit like that, is a wish list. For every faction of the left, here are a few of the items that are contained in this Biden boondoggle of a budget. The environmental law. I swear to God, they spend more time coming up with their, like, catchphrases and their bumper sticker phrases that they think will go viral than they actually do thinking about the arguments that they make. They did a great job these past few months. They're more than taken care of with more electric car subsidies 
and a $936 million payout towards environmental justice initiatives. We also so? have more funding to expand the Department of Education. Let me tell you, there is a Superfund site right here on the Tennessee River, right down from my fucking house where I sit. That deserves some investment. Thank you very much. If you think that more government is what your child's educational experience has been missing, well, this is the budget for you. But if you are fed up with the way teachers' unions have treated children in the classroom, if you are fed up with schools that have been in lockdown, you want to pay close no. attention to what... No, I'm not, Marsha. Apparently... The good people over at the Department of Health and Human Services... <laughs> I didn't know she was vegan. What are you talking about? It is your money that... Wait, are you telling me that Marsha Blackburn is vegan? That can't possibly be true. Because if I had to guess, she's done fucking campaign ads, like fucking eating a steak and shit. This is this is Marsha Blackburn, the Republican senator from Tennessee. She's she's probably done ads where she's eating a steak and then fucking shooting at something. Is paying them to do the job where they have time on their hands. Now they'll be switching gears from pandemic response to a new focus on environmental extremism, reparations, and gutting the Second Amendment. Oh, what's up, mate? What's in? From across the pond. Budget, bigger government, a higher deficit, and runaway inflation. Kind of late at night for you, isn't it, sir? To this budget, national defense is no longer a... This is my evening time news show. Where we're respectable and, and, and family-friendly. Not fucking true. Authority ...of the Biden administration or of the Department of Defense. Border security is also on the back burner, along with the family-friendly tax... She has said absolutely nothing. Trump. President Biden and the Democrats are doubling down on... I mean, she's not ugly they've made so far. Instead of doing their jobs, they're paying lip service to struggling businesses. To struggling it's 2 a.m. and John must be lonely. Hometown, to crumbling bridges like Memphis, Tennessee. Hit you with a little matchbox 20. And future generations of Americans who will come into this world Owning their own personal... I'm not friendly either, sir. ...our skyrocketing national debt. That is right, Madam President. The debt is skyrocketing because of her political party. Their share of the national debt... I... ...is going to be about... I don't appreciate you commenting on a woman's looks like that. And also, like, of the things that are wrong with Marsha Blackburn, her her looks are not it. I like I would take her out on a date. Washington to President George If I didn't know she was Marsha Blackburn, that that makes a complete difference. During the Obama Biden years, that debt doubled. Then it was added to through the pandemic, and now 
One would be led to believe that this administration has decided they're going to take the credit cards and swipe them so many times they run the numbers off of them. Yes, this is the Biden 15 platforms work forcing the American people to pay a premium just to live cradle to grave daylight to dark. Yes, it costs fucking money to live in capitalist hellscape USA. For you, you hardworking. I feel sorry for this woman right here. And what? Oh God, we're not even halfway through this. There's no way we're gonna make it through this. But apparently, she sometime in this speech dropped the line: "The Democrats are living in an alternate reality, an alternate fucking reality." Let me tell you about alternate fucking reality. So I have a Patreon exclusive that I did yesterday. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We watched this full Trump speech, but here is the segment in question. Talk about alternate reality. They want to silence... You, they want to silence... Projection. Your voice. Projection. Remember... It's going to make me get up and walk away. I'm trying to undermine American democracy. I'm the one that's trying to... I'm not the one trying to undermine American democracy, this motherfucker said. And as I pointed out when I was listening to that, that was a, a uh, exactly six months to the day of the insurrection. But Marsha Blackburn says... That Democrats are living in an alternate reality. The Texas Attorney General, Ken Paxton, who was indicted like five years ago and is still Attorney General, went on Steve Bannon's Pandemic War Room podcast and said this bullshit right here. It, it's um, certainly critical to my state, and that's why we fought off these 12 lawsuits. We had them in Houston. We had them in San Antonio. We had them in, in Austin. We had them in the counties where you'd have the most liberal judges, and it was a concerted effort nationally with lots of money going into it, and just knowing that we had 12 lawsuits that we had to win, and if we had lost one of them, like if we lost Harris County, Trump won by 620,000 votes in Texas. Harris County mail-in ballots that they wanted to send out were 2.5 million. Those were all illegal, and we were able to stop every one of them. Had we not done that, we would have been in the very same situation. We would have been on election night. I, I was watching election night, and I knew when I saw what was happening in these other states that that would have been Texas. We would have been in the same boat. We would have been one of those battleground states. That if they had made it easier to vote, if they had had more voters, Trump would have won. It's that they were counting votes in Harris County for three days, and Donald Trump would have lost the election. Yeah, I think it, it's... Uh... What a fucking admission. The Manhattan District Attorney has brought the Trump Organization com- uh, controller to testify before the special grand jury One of the most senior officials in the Trump organization has testified before a special grand jury and paneled by the Manhattan District Attorney's Office to hear evidence against former President Donald Trump. Jeff McConney, 
is among a number of witnesses that have already appeared before the special grand jury that will decide whether criminal charges are warranted against the former president, his company, or any of its employees. McConney, who serves as a senior vice president and controller for the Trump organization, is the first employee of the former president's company to, uh, to be called to testify, according to sources. And his testimony is a sign that prosecutors have burrowed deep into the company's finances. McConaughey was mentioned by Trump in his 2004 book, Trump Think Like a Billionaire, in a chapter titled How to Stay on Top of Your Finances. Trump describes an interaction he says he had with McConaughey in the late 1980s in which Trump implored McConaughey to always question invoices and never accept a contractor's first bid. As part of his probe, Manhattan District Attorney Cy Vance has also been investigating the Trump Organization Chief Financial Officer Alan Weisselberg's financial dealings specifically what fringe benefits he received from the Trumps in addition to his salary and whether taxes were appropriately appropriately paid for any such compensation. Sources have previously told ABC News what they're trying to do is get him on tax fraud charges and get him to flip on Trump. Now, my representative, Representative Mo Brooks, made an ass of himself yet again this weekend. Which is, you know, not out of character for Mr. Brooks. Who I will say is a nice guy. I have met him. He complimented me on my fingernail polish. I thought that was odd coming from a staunch Republican. But it could just have been one of those things where you, you, to appeal charming to somebody that you're meeting, you compliment them about something. It was nice. However, Mo Brooks is a dumb fuck. I absolutely contemplating, uh, contemplated running against him since last time he ran unopposed just on a joke campaign of Mo Brooks is a dumb fuck. Literally, I'd print up signs that said it. But now he's running for Senate. According to the Huntsville Police Department, officers did respond early Sunday afternoon to the home of Mo Brooks where a criminal trespass report was filed Congressman filed a report with the Huntsville Police Department on Sunday after he was served with a lawsuit filed by California Democratic Representative Eric Swalwell. The lawsuit seeks to hold Brooks partially accountable for the January 6th riots at the Capitol. According to the Huntsville Police Department, officers did respond early Sunday afternoon. A Huntsville Police spokesman uh, stated criminal trespass of third degree is a misdemeanor charge. According to the court documents, Swalwell's legal team said it had difficulty serving Brooks and hired a private investigator to give him the papers. According to CNN, now Brooks was posted or posting all over Twitter about how like, ooh, you can't catch me, like being a fucking idiot. 
Clay Mills with Congressman Mo Brooks's office responded to Way 31 with the following statement. We are unable to do an interview, but I can tell you that Swalwell's process server entered the Brooks's home without Martha Brooks's knowledge and without her consent. Then he refused to leave when Miss, uh, Mrs. Brooks demanded it. There is video proof. I want to see this video. You know how much I love videos like that. We're going to watch a few here. We've got some video of the hijacking from Friday. A police report was filed with the Huntsville Police Department. We don't yet have a copy of the report. We made a statement on the lawsuit itself when it was filed. We made a statement when Swalwell's, uh, when Swalwell's lied in their court filing, claiming that was that was their typo, possibly from a press release from the congressman's office. In their court filing, claiming they couldn't find Mo Brooks. So now this is the corrected picture that Mo Brooks tweeted out. I find it humorous that Way 31, my former employer, didn't include the other part of the story, which is hilarious. That in the original tweet that Mo sent out, the dumb fuck that he is, actually had his Gmail password and PIN visible at the bottom of it. So do we have the... Oh. Clearly it was taken down, but here is everybody responding to it. Too busy misinterpreting Alabama law to notice his Gmail password in the screenshot. Oh, here we go. We have a picture of it from Josh Moon, who does fantastic work. His PIN number and his Gmail was just at the bottom of his fucking computer. What an idiot. By the way, he sits on the... Fucking like cybersecurity committee or some shit. Sits on the Science, Space, and Technology Committee. Mo Brooks sits on the Science, Space, and Technology Committee. And tweeted out his goddamn PIN number and password. Now, J.P. Morgan Chase. Freezing donations to Republicans who contested the 2020 election. They say they will resume making political donations to U.S. lawmakers, but will not give to Republican members of Congress who voted to overturn President Joe Biden's election victory. According to an internal memo seen by Reuters on Friday, that could just be a suspicious leak. The county or the country's largest lender was among many corporations that paused political giving following the deadly January 6th Capitol riots. Hey, just pause political giving altogether. Get money out of politics. How about that? I'm all for it. So following a review, J.P. Morgan will this month resume giving through its political action committee, but will continue its freeze on donations to a handful 
of the 147 lawmakers whom it had previously supported. I'm sure they were Republican. But now I wonder, uh, does that also apply to any anybody in the states that have also been acting awful fascist? This is State Representative Mike Neerman from Oregon. We are going to listen to him describe how to infiltrate the state capitol shortly before we watch video of him letting them breach the state capitol. Setting up Operation Hall Pass, which I don't know anything about, and if you accuse me of knowing something about it, I'll deny it. But there would be some person's cell phone, which might like be- this is sedition. But that was just random numbers that I spewed up. That's not anybody's actual cell phone. And if you say, I'm at the west entrance during a session and text to that number there, that somebody might exit that door while you're standing there. But I don't know anything about that. I don't have anything to do with that. And if I did, I wouldn't say that I did. So, but anyway, that's... Uh, Boy, this motherfucker makes the laws in the state of Oregon. And he thinks saying this on video will absolve him of the responsibility of what he is getting ready to do. Um, that number that I didn't say was... So don't text that number, but a number like that, whatever. And uh, what make that sure to say just, what entrance you're at, too. What was that again? 971? Just those random yeah. numbers? Again? Yeah, I didn't really say a number, but if I were to say a number, it might 917-830-4359. The phone lines are open. And you'd have to say what entrance you're at. But it, that's not really going to happen, so just don't worry about that. Nobody said anything. And just random no, numbers. There's no there there. So anyway... And here is him doing exactly that at the Oregon State Capitol. Wow. These motherfuckers are unapologetically fascist. There is no other there is no other explanation. And I honestly like the Republicans are probably going to win in 2022 in the midterm, and that is a scary proposition. Holy shit. Defeating Trump was not the end of this. So, what? This motherfucker needs to be held accountable. Prosecuted to the fullest extent. Now this is... Tucker Carlson is getting ready to say something. Notice what he almost mouths. Pretty much everybody agreed that segregation was the worst thing this country ever did. Pretty much everybody agreed that segregation was the worst thing this country ever did. I... He had to do that on purpose. I'm convinced... That all these motherfuckers do this shit on purpose. Uh, Apparently Ben Shapiro, I didn't look to see if it was a real tweet. I bet it was. Apparently Ben Shapiro said he doesn't understand uh, Georgia O'Keeffe paintings. They're not about anything or some shit. They're trolling us. They have to be. They do this shit. 
just to get us to talk about them. I I find it hard to believe that Tucker or Ben Shapiro aren't smart people. Now that fucking representative we just watched from Oregon, that was a dumb motherfucker. But I think Tucker, Ben Shapiro, all these media savvy people, they know what they're doing. Alright, let's talk about something that's pissing me off, of course. First of all, we're gonna we're activists in Minneapolis. We're gonna we're gonna hear the story. But I want you to know that the initial reports painted him as wanted for murder. And that was incorrect. The police lied about the man that they murdered right off the bat. So, yet again, another police killing in Minneapolis. Activists in Minneapolis are calling for authorities to release any video there is. Stick around, we're going to talk about space flight. And a man named Bezos. Killed Thursday afternoon in a parking garage. The sheriff's department says Winston was wanted on weapons charges and fired a gun at deputies. The department says deputies do not use body cameras. And we refuse to believe that no one has video footage after all of those different departments showed up yesterday. So we want transparency and we demand it now. Damn right. There was also a march and sit-in last night in Smith's honor. This night will be the fifth night of unrest in Minneapolis. Winston Boogie Smith Jr., 32. was apparently wanted on a weapons violation and fired a gun, this is according to the police, before two deputies shot him while he was inside a parked vehicle. Members of the U.S. Marshals Fugitive Task Force were trying to arrest him on a warrant for allegedly being a felon in possession of a gun. Family and friends described Smith as a father of three was often harassed by police. I believe that. Uh, The evidence that the defense presented in court of the George Floyd case, I think, showed that Floyd was constantly harassed by police. Constantly having his Fourth and Fifth Amendment rights violated by the police. Family are demanding transparency in the investigation of the ass that anyone who might have video footage come forward. Police said some people vandalized buildings and stole from businesses after the shooting. Thursday, nine people were arrested on possible charges, including suspicion of riot, assault, arson, and damage to property. The fatal shooting comes as Minneapolis has been on edge since the death of George Floyd just over a year ago and the fatal shooting of Dante Wright by an officer in nearby Brooklyn Center in April. I... We're going to have a trial coming up with that killer cop. All right, so Friday evening, 
There was an attempted hijacking. I don't think we have footage of the hijacking. This is the aftermath of the hijacking. Let's get some audio here. So I need all available uh, people. What's up, John Hughes? The director? I am honored to have you in my chat, sir. What do you need? I'm here for you. What do you need? Okay. Let's go. Uh, a few people, man or woman, do not care. Uh, we need him to go all the way towards the back. Are you going to drag him back? We're going to drag him back. So they, they have a man detained. Let's go. 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 let us Damn, they hogtied him. Let's actually get the details here. I was actually out to dinner with Sparkles. Uh, and we were we were riding to the restaurant. Our vaccinated asses finally going out. Missed it so much. And uh, I was scrolling through, and I'm like, oh, shit, somebody tried to hijack a plane in L.A. And he's like, I don't blame him. So I had to warn her about violence before the, before my birthday stream. That sweet American freedom. A passenger on a Delta Airlines flight from Los Angeles to Nashville reportedly tried to breach the cockpit of the plane while in flight. The incidents forced the plane to divert mid-flight to Albuquerque, New Mexico, where Sunport spokeswoman Stephanie Kidd said the flight landed shortly after 2 p.m. on Friday. Kidd said the suspect, who supposedly tried to breach the cockpit, was taken into police custody after landing. Robertson said she saw a man banging on the cockpit door. He then moved to the exit door, and she said it looked like he was trying to unlock it. That's when a flight attendant and some brave passengers jumped in and brought the man to the ground. Oh, do we have video of this? Do we have her description? Breaking news alert. Now we begin tonight with breaking news for a story you learned about first through the News 4 app. It's just into the newsroom here. A passenger tried to get inside the cockpit of a flight to Nashville today. Yeah, here's what we know. We've learned a Delta flight was on its way from Los Angeles to Nashville when the passenger... Oh, so we don't... I was hoping we'd have the person giving the first-hand account. Robertson said, It happened very, very quickly. It was also very surreal. The more terrifying thing was he kept screaming, Stop the plane! I'm going to stop the plane! Stop the plane! Another witness on the flight, Grace Chalmers told News 4, in that moment, you do, you freeze because it's so scary, it's so overwhelming, and you really just can't believe it's happening to you. And I think think that was the biggest thing. And for those gentlemen to jump up and be like, oh, not today, sir. I mean, it was very, uh, it was very heroic, honestly. The passenger arrested has not been identified cockpit was not breached and no one was injured that is not the case with this video that we're getting ready to watch that I wanted to watch last week with you guys 
technical issues kept us from being able to watch this. Hold on, I'm going to have to hit the... Content warning, fuckers. Yes, this did indeed happen. In Florida, of course. Body camera footage from the Volusia uh, County Sheriff's Office. This was a shootout with a 13 and 14 year old boy and girl. I'm assuming this is very graphic footage. Long gun pointed toward me. I have to hold my cover. Stand by. Juvenile male. But when I first heard the story, they said children playing with guns. I'm like, well, the cops lied. Because, of course, I thought the cops lied, but apparently they actually had some guns pointed at the at the cops. Looks like he has something in his hand as well. <coughs> Shooting out the rear window toward my direction. Stand by. They're trying to come out the back door on this. Okay. No weapons in their hand. They just busted out the window in the back. Female has a shotgun in her hand. Stand by. Put the gun down now! Hey, guys, just hold behind hard cover. Let's not shoot kids, man. Just, let's just hold it on. Take our time. Ten four. they're shooting at me. Hold it. Hold the air. Wow, they are really shooting at him. Let's hold behind hard cover, and let's, uh, try to do everything we can to try to They look like they're going to try to come out, like a little challenge. Shut your hands now! Female's got a light on, appears possibly the bathroom. Stand by. She's got the AK and the shotgun. She's wrapping it around the top of her neck. God damn it. Shots fired again. Female now has a pistol. Juvenile male has a long gun. So does the female. Stand by. Where did where did these kids get an arsenal from? What the fuck? They're armed like they're going into call of fucking duty. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I haven't read the story yet. I have no clue about the details of this. Gun behind the trash can. Fire! Central shots fired, shots fired, LEO shots fired. The boy's out, he's retreating inside. She's down behind the garbage can. She's right there. All right, guys, let's just chill. Everybody hold up, take a break, Billy, get back, 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 back. Come on. I think the female's down. Stand by, where's the little boy? The boy went back inside. Come on out! Inside. Come on out! Come out! Okay! The boy's throwing down. Stand by. Get your hands up! Get your hands up! Sawicki! Sawicki, call him to you. The female's on the ground behind the car. Okay, so somebody's surrendering and has her hands up. You got eyes on her? Let's worry about getting her secure. Rescue's right here at the community center. I had them. Get your hands up! Stop talking. 10 3 10 3 10 3. Okay. Get up on her. I mean, when I initially read the headline of the story, I honest to God, I thought the the cops did something horrible, but. We need some coverage on the house. Clear her. From what I can tell, these cops actually did an admirable job for once. Stop, relax. Get that shotgun out of here. Whoever's got a med kit, some type of med kit. I need it up here now in the garage. But yeah, they did hit the girl. She was in critical condition, I do believe. Winhoven's going for his med kit. Fucking wow. The newly released video. Shows Volusia County Sheriff's deputies outside the home where a 12-year-old Travis O'Brien and 14-year-old Nicole Jackson were holed up Tuesday after breaking out of the Florida United Methodist Children's Home. Whoa! 
The pint-sized outlaws opened fire on the deputies as they approached the house following a report of a break-in. The teen girl was hit with return fire from the officers as she steps out of the house with the shotgun and is heard shrieking in pain. There we have pictures of the two children. Fuck! Jackson was taken uh, to a local hospital with life-threatening injuries and was listed in stable condition. Thursday after undergoing surgery, the report said, she was shot in the chest and arm. O'Brien, meanwhile, made his first court appearance on Thursday. During the virtual appearance, Judge Michael Orfinger ordered the preteen, who's represented by a public defender, to be held in a secure detention for 21 days or until the next court order. Orfinger also ordered the boy to be arraigned on June 23rd. The pair were charged with armed burglary and attempted murder of law enforcement officers. Juveniles broke out of the children's group home earlier Tuesday and broke into the house in Enterprise. The home was empty, but the youngsters found guns inside and opened fire on responding deputies. A responsible gun owner would have their fucking guns in a gun safe. Properly secured. I'd just like to point that out. You know, it's one thing to have a handgun somewhere where it's handy, but I don't think an AK-47 needs to just be laying out in your home whether you have children or not. So the kids held the cops at bay for more than 35 minutes. This is going to be an excellent fucking movie. The rate things are going with Netflix and shit is going to be a movie next year. No deputies were wounded, but the officers involved were put on administrative leave. The sheriff called the youngsters Bonnie and Clyde and described them as evil. Now, I don't like you saying that about children, sir. Fucking cops are evil. Saying the duo callously fired at officers from several vantage points in the home, including the bedroom and garage. Their conversation was they were going to kill my sergeant. They were coming out to kill cops. They were coming out to kill deputies. That's the conversation. I mean... uh, uh, ACAB, motherfuckers. I do not endorse what the children did. However, you know, I wouldn't have been sad about it. Now, this is a crazy story, and we have video to go with it. I cannot wait to watch this. Tell me to turn my fucking ad blocker off. Mom charged with posing as teen daughter at Texas school. She says it proved a point. A Texas mom was arrested after posing as her teenage daughter at school to prove a point about security and mass shootings. 
Casey Garcia, 30, posted video last week of herself impersonating her 13-year-old daughter at the middle school. This happened in San Elizario, uh, outside of El Paso. Garcia dyed her hair and tanned her skin to resemble her daughter. She is, indeed, 4 feet 11 inches tall and weighs 105 pounds, according to jail records. So let's watch the video and let's see if she has a fucking point. Exactly. She passes for a 13-year-old, so it makes sense. I am not high enough for this shit. Oh, she's really wanting to be an influencer, too. She had to throw in, like, a fucking makeup shit. This was all for clout. Okay. I'll record once I'm inside. I gotta get in. Okay. I'll talk to you guys once I'm inside. She sounds like a 13-year-old. A 7th grader? No? Cool. Awesome. Okay, I'm in. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Finding yourself? Uh, and she's got like a, like Spider-Man. Hello. Pokemon, like fucking like there's, it's some kind of Marvel shirt. Yeah, it's like a Marvel hoodie. I thought I saw a Pokemon, but it's not. It's like the Marvel logo. Thank you. Oh my goodness. I am going to get so caught and actually really scared now. You are going to get caught, ma'am. On the campgrounds of a middle school. They're kind of like, am I going the right way? Yeah. Okay. And just so you know, right here, this building is a library. Okay. This building is... This is a weird, like, boob jiggle shot. I'm kind of uncomfortable uncomfortable with this, with her posing as a 13-year-old. God damn. Okay, thank you so much. With all the music, that's what they told me. Thank you so much. Oh, what? Wait, did she did she go to all her kids' classes and shit too? I don't understand the point she's trying to prove. It's 100% for internet clout. This is a try to be an Instagram influencer. I hope you pass the fucking quiz. I don't think I'd do too good if I, like, oh, wait a minute. If it's like 6th, 7th grade or whatever, maybe. Yes. You're going for good But I mean, she looks like her kid. She's got her kid's clothes on and a mask and shit. 
Fast 100% prevent illness. They don't 100% prevent illness. I have to, I have to back that up. Fast do indeed prevent illness. Not just COVID, but fucking airborne il- illnesses in general. You know, it's why doctors fucking wear them. Julie's taller? Yeah. I am so sorry for the quality of this video. I am so sorry for the quality of your character. I was a 13 year old and made it through lunch. Now that now that could be a motivation. I see a lot of people posting about how they like those school lunches. They they have some kind of nostalgia shit for the square pizzas and stuff. I've been here all day. Yes, sir. A mask will prevent people from passing on germs. That's the point. That's how it helps prevent the spread of illness. Most of the germs we pass on are through droplets that we spit out when we talk. Masks stop you from shooting out the spittle from your mouth. That's why it cuts fucking transmission by like 70-something percent if everybody just wears a cloth mask. It 100% is proven. Like anyone saying it's not proven is a fucking idiot. My apologies. Face-to-face with teachers. My eyebrows are feeling stupid, too. 100% true. Sorry, sir. I've made it more than half a day. No, half a day. Well, more because I only have four classes left. This is considered fifth. Right? I doubt you know what the fuck you're talking about, man. You're just disgusting. And she's like hyperventilating over the fact that she's doing this. Well, I finally got caught. I told him that I would go to the principal's office, so I guess we're going to see. Wait, 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 wait. So her point was that how easy it was to sneak in and pose as somebody else, and yet she gets caught. Proving her point just flat falls. I just want to say thank you to all the girls that helped me get to all of my classes yesterday. I really, really appreciate it. I honestly would have been discovered way sooner. And she had to have moles within the school helping her. What did that prove? Thank you so much for not saying anything. I honestly could have not made it the entire day as a middle school student without you. 
So yeah, she even points it out like she definitely would have been found out a hell of a lot sooner if she didn't have moles all throughout the school. Jesus Christ. Stupid people. You know who else is stupid? Elon fucking Musk. Anonymous issued a message to Elon. I will not, Warlord. I fucking hate Elon. You've been around here long enough to know this. So I am pretty sure I'm going to be on Anonymous's side and whatever the fuck they're saying. I believe this is about the Bitcoin shit. <laughs> I see what you're saying. I'm with you. But him exercising that kind of power over the market is, is an example of for capitalist uh, capitalism for failing. The past several years, you have enjoyed one of the most favorable reputations of anyone in the billionaire class because you have tapped into the desire that many of us have to live in a world. And I, I don't know how he got that. But reputation created public images being exposed and people are beginning to see you as nothing more than another narcissistic rich dude who is desperate for attention it appears that your quest to save the world is more rooted in a superiority and savior complex than it is in actual concern for humanity well duh obvious to your employees for a long time who have faced intolerable conditions under your command for years it is also obvious to the young children working in your overseas lithium mines which are destroying the local environment as well you have been open about your willingness to stage coups in order to install dictators in places where your toxic products are being mined. You have even prematurely crowned yourself Emperor of Mars, a place where you will be sending people to die. Your fanboys overlook these issues because they are focused on the potential good that your projects can bring to the world, but you are not the only show in town, and your competition is growing more intense with each passing day. Yeah, we're going to talk about Bezos here in a second. He's working on space exploration and electric vehicles. You are just the only CEO who has gained a cult following through shitposting and trolling the world on social media. <laughs> In fact, many people... It's true. The vast majority of Tesla's income doesn't actually come from selling cars. It comes from government subsidies, selling carbon tax credits for your innovation with clean energy. This technically isn't your innovation, though, because yep. you aren't actually the founder of Tesla. Nope. You simply purchased the company from two people much more intelligent than you are. Correct. Everhart and Mark Tarpenning. Tesla has also made more money holding Bitcoin for a few months than they did in years of selling cars. It is also more than likely that this Bitcoin was purchased with money from these government subsidies. Yep. It is now widely believed that you have been forced to denounce your company's involvement with Bitcoin in order to keep that green government money flowing into Tesla's coffers. The energy use argument about proof-of-work mining is a very nuanced conversation that requires a fairly complex understanding of how power grids work and how excess energy is wasted by power companies and sought out by crypto miners. This is a conversation that you have been having for over a year and were intimately aware of, but as soon as your main source of income was threatened, you pretended to be clueless in an attempt to play both sides of the fence. Then... You mean protect his fucking interests? ...was rightly seen as an attempt to centralize the industry and take it under your control. Reading from the comments on your Twitter posts, it seems that the games you have played with the crypto markets have destroyed lives, Millions of retail investors were really counting on their crypto gains to improve their lives. This is something that you will never... Well, I mean, like, don't ever count on gains in a market to improve your life, but... I have no clue what struggle is like for most of the working people in the world. 
Of course, they took the risk upon themselves when they invested, and everyone knows to be prepared for volatility in crypto, but your tweets this week show a clear disregard for the average working person. As hardworking people have their dreams liquidated over your public temper tantrums, you continue to mock them with memes from one of your million dollar mansions. You may think you are the smartest person in the room, but now you have- He sure as shit does. We are anonymous. We are legion. Expect us. Hell yeah! Do your thing. Fuck up all of them. Elon, Bezos, Zuckerberg, go for it. Now, I will say I used to be a huge fan of Grimes. But, whew. She a little nutty. Now, all musicians are a little nutty. Creative people in general just tend to be a little on the uh, eccentric side, if you will. I am no exception to that. There was a meme going around the other day that was like, don't understand uh, Grimes' political beliefs? Don't worry, neither does she. Finger Grimes posted a video on TikTok on why she thinks AI is the fastest way to communism. I have a proposition for the communists. Um, so typically, most of the communists I know are not big fans of AI. But if you think about it, AI is actually the fastest path to communism. So. First of all, how many fucking communists do you think she knows? She's married to goddamn Elon Musk. If implemented correctly, AI could actually theoretically solve for abundance. Like, we could totally get to a situation where nobody has to work. Everybody <laughs> with a comfortable state of being, comfortable living. AI could automate all the farming, weed out systematic corruption, thereby bringing us to as close as possible to genuine equality. So basically, everything that everybody loves about communism, but without the collective farm. Because let's be real, enforced farming is really not a vibe. It's really not a vibe. <laughs> I, was, I thought there was more to it. I thought she clarified her comments on that. Uh, I really like her music, though. She's a very good musician. I wish she hadn't married Elon Musk. It just, her, her stuff seems different now. Like, there was this video of her riding on this, like, expensive plane and shit. Like, that was not what you, like... I used to watch videos of you sitting in your bedroom playing with a little fucking a pad and a, a fucking synth. No. No. Don't like it. Jeff Bezos announced he is going to space on the first crewed flight of one of his rockets. I want to go on this flight because it's a thing I've wanted to do all my life. It's an adventure. It's a big deal for me. Well, here's the way I see it. Uh, Blue Origin hasn't been the most successful base company. <laughs> and it like, if I, if I read this correctly, he's going in like a couple of months. 
want you to come with me. Would you? Are you serious? I am. I think it would be meaningful. So Bezos and his brother. There's going to be four other passengers. July 20th. 15 days after he steps down as CEO of Amazon. I mean, I know what I'm rooting for in this situation. That's just me. It would save us a lot of trouble with the guillotines. However, it's a waste of good space technology. I warlord, you're you throw an interesting proposition out there. Does he know something we don't know? But like he's just going up and coming back down though. Like it's not like he's leaving the the planet. Like he's just going up in the rocket and then the, the fucking thing is separating from it and then it's floating back down. Trump is all about that space where Trump is a pussy. Trump would not get on a rocket out of this country. I, okay, so I am scared to death of heights. Like flying fucks me up. I've flown several times. It, I do not like it. I do not enjoy it. But if given the chance to go to space, like, I got to take it, right? Holy shit, I've got to have that experience. I mean, I can't fault somebody for (laughs) just controlled falling. It's, It's fucking space. And to be one of only, you know, what, a... A couple hundred people at this at this point that have have been in space. That's it's wild. I mean, I couldn't turn it down, despite the fact that, like, boy, would I shit my pants. Here's some video that might make you shit your pants. Let's watch a drone go into a volcano. This is going to be fucking cool. I should have got the deet so we knew where this was at. Was Indonesia had a volcanic eruption the other day? The floor is lava. All right, so he slowed it down 40 times. Oh, it's in the video. I thought my Google was playing music or something. Awesome shots. Uh, 
That's fucking dangerously close to that drone. Damn. I bet the video signal uh, was lost there. I'm totally going to subscribe to his channel, actually. Let me pull it up here. This was uh, Joey Helms. If you're asking why am I not hitting the subscribe, I mean, I'll hit it on this one. Um, this is not my actual YouTube account. I actually, I want this on my YouTube account. So this was from uh, Iceland's newest volcano. And I am not going to take a shot at saying either of those words. <laughs> All right, let's bring it on home tonight. You know how much I love videos of animals. Tonight we have... A little kitty massage. I didn't see, I don't know what the, uh, doing electrolysis or some shit. Working on eyebrows, but the, the kitty participates. Eyelash extensions. The kitty provides a massage at no extra cost. Bo! Complimentary massage. I Kitty's purring on me. Totally makes me fall asleep. He's making biscuits. Fucking cats love doing that shit. Weirdos. I hope it's getting paid well and all the belly rubs and treats it can it can handle. Yes, I'm with you. We'll have Avon stop on it. Oh, oh shit, oh shit. I'm giving it away. Yes, you're hearing Adrian Curry. I don't see everything is left or right. I don't know what you're talking about. I do appreciate you liking the show, though. Do give us a like and a follow. We had a we had a good little crowd going on when we first came on, but I had some power surge or something that took me off, and then like. Appreciate Warlord Scrappy coming back by. If you're watching on Twitch, we're going to go ahead. We're going to send you over to the Media Winch. It is Meltdown Monday. We're going to watch a little Adrian Curry on Egoplex. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin. We will see you tomorrow night. 
on the Troll Patrol. Live.